Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 36 of the talking the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful wednesday of bets before we talk some lines and dive deep into today's slates take a few brief moments to Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. If you enjoy the sound waves reverberating off your eardrums and also enjoy the content that you have the opportunity to listen to on the TTL podcast, go ahead and leave us a rating. We sure do appreciate those five stars and a quick comment if you do have the time. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the TTL link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the TTL crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, gamblers, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Soroka, and it is my pleasure, as per usual, to get things started here and bring in the co-host of the TTL podcast. My man, even though he is a South Sider and I am a North Sider, I get together with him every single day and hammer out some plays, and we run tickets to the window. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my man, the myth, the gambling legend, Riley Armags Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm doing pretty solid, my man. I'm feeling yeah. real, real good. We've got a little uh, switch up coming our, uh, our fans' way today, and I'm... Uh, mm. Pretty juiced to get it rocking and rolling. I uh, would have to agree with you as well. We have, oh, I don't want to say been bad because we haven't been bad. We've just been spinning the wheels a little yeah. bit. Which yeah, we're not getting dragged through the mud or anything no, like that. But. No, and that happens in this game, as you know. If you uh, are part of the sports gambling community, mm-hmm. you know that happens from time to time. But we're gonna keep playing. We we've been crushing these special plays. We have been crushing these special plays. That's a little bit of a foreshadowing for uh, one of our special play favorites on this Wednesday. However, 
We uh, decided to switch things up, as my partner said, and instead of doing TTL crew plays, we're going to go back to how we first originally started this thing and do Colt's picks, obviously mine, and then Armag's picks. We'll have uh, varying amounts of each of them. We'll have our own analysis. We'll have basically our own segment that will give you our picks instead of putting them all into one because we looked at it and we have two very differing Differ, differing betting styles and you know when you're trying to put that into one pick and force the same stock or two different styles into liking the same play it gets quite hectic mm-hmm. and uh, you get to kind of spin in the wheels a little bit hey let's keep things fresh let's keep things moving and uh get ourselves into a good spot here yeah like what we you said say? we're not getting dragged through the mud but you know if we're no. not if we're not uh, going to the moon we got to switch things up a little eh, bit keep the body guessing keep yeah. things fresh sure. as i always like to say keep the bookies guessing Ooh, keep the bookies guessing my not friend us. uh not, not us. us not us not us however today i uh have let's see i have four or i have five straight plays coming at you my partner has Three straight plays coming at you. So uh, we'll have that for you today. We have our favorite special play of the week, the Wednesday Warrior special play. We have an NBA play coming in for that bad boy. Of course, we will have the Moneyline Dice Roll. We are once again going back to the NHL for this one because it is such a crapshoot and there are all types of games going on all over the place with the first game of the playoffs starting on Sun or Saturday. I apologize. Saturday. So so we decided to uh, let the dice choose. They got themselves back to 503 and three now after choosing the Florida Panthers money line on Monday's pod to get themselves back even. Yeah, easy winner. Yeah, absolutely easy winner. They won that game 4-0, I do believe. I, you know, uh, I turned somewhere. it off. Yeah, I, it, was, it, was, it was that easy. I, I do believe it was uh, right around there. And the dice are ready to speak on us again and let us know what we need to lock on got a lot of interesting sports and sports gambling news to cover there at the end of the pod once we get through all the picks but nonetheless it's time to cut all the banter cut all the gossip no more nonsense for the next 30 minutes or so instead of everybody's favorite segment of the ttl podcast being usually right now, as the TTL crew's favorite plays. It's going to become their new favorite, Colt's favorite plays, and Armag's favorite plays <laughs> we'll of the day. We'll probably have to uh, iron out the name of <laughs> we that might segment. Have to uh, <laughs> iron some shit out there. But, uh, Work out the kinks hey, a little but bit. That's why we do this live raw. We are uh, real human beings and uh, just going to continue to give you guys the best analysis, insights, and uh, value that we can find. Partner. I know you found some pretty serious value on the early lines here as we were researching yesterday evening. Um, my man, you have the floor. I'm going to kick got? it off here. I'm uh, I'm taking a little early action, as you mentioned here in the MLB, a little 11.10 a.m. Central Standard Time start. I believe that is the first baseball game of the day. It is Orioles versus Mets, and I'm going with Mets first five minus a half. You got Matt Harvey on the mound versus Taiwan Walker, both right-handers. Orioles hitters have a combined one for 20 lifetime versus Mr. Walker over here. 
Orioles are also bottom five offense in MLB, MLB versus righties. They are dead last versus righties on the road with a 204 batting average and a 261 OBP. And uh, on the flip side, the Mets are 10th versus righties at home in OBP at 326. Matt Harvey's having a having a little bit of a resurgent, or a lot of bit of a resurgent year here, facing his former club now. But he is uh, still good for at least a couple earned runs. His ERA is three six. Uh, if you take the average earned run per start this year, it is right at two earned runs. And I think the Mets get to him for at least that. And on the flip side, I think Walker keeps the Orioles to one or less here in these first five innings. You liking that action? Hey, it's your floor, my man. I, I just uh, need a little confirmation. You know, you I just know, need a little confirmation. I, uh, I, I like what you're, uh, where you're going at there, the Baltimore Orioles being uh, that bad against Walker. Uh, I I have to side with you in that one. I, the line is pretty long. However, I do like where your head's at there. Yeah. And uh, a little bit similar action here in the second one at 11.35 a.m. Central Standard Time. So I'm packing you in real early here. Uh, I'm going the road team Cincinnati Reds first five minus a half versus the Pirates. You got another couple of right-handers on the mound in this one. Sonny Gray versus Trevor Cahill. Reds hitters have eaten Cahill alive Mm. in his career. The only one that struggles is Castellanos, but plenty of others here to get the job done. Uh, Most notably, Tucker Barnhart. uh, Not a huge sample size, but three for five. He is also tearing the cover off the ball right now, hitting well over 300 here in the month of May. Uh, Mike Moustakis, six for nine. Naquid, two for four. Sensel, three for three. Uh, Not the biggest sample size, like I said, but then you look at Cahill this year, back and forth. Uh, Solid start, terrible start. Seven earned, one earned, six earned, one earned, five earned, two earned. A mm. little bit of a trend, uh, if you will, trend continuer. I don't know. I'm blanking on what word I'm looking for there, but trend continuer. I like the sure. way I, I get where your head's at. Uh, I know what you're saying. Absolutely. To hammer it home even further, Reds are top three in the MLB in uh, in the MLB in batting average, OBP, slugging, and OPS. We were keen in on them uh, having a rough start on the road versus righties. They bucked that trend here in this series, <laughs> big time. Made us look real dumb. Um, <laughs> so we're you know we're going to think that think of that as an anomaly. They are just good against right-handers in general. Uh, and Sonny Gray appears as though he is starting to heat up. Last two starts versus two real solid offenses, Dodgers and White Sox uh, versus the Dodgers, five and two thirds, two earned eleven Ks. And seven innings, two hits, no earned, eight Ks versus my White Sox. And Sonny Gray's got some solid career numbers here versus the Pirates. What do you think about this one for me? I uh, would have to side with you here as well. You know, the Reds absolutely obliterated uh, Keller on Monday. Yeah. And I think it's a very similar showing here against Cahill, which actually is a little bit of a foreshadowing yeah, to got one some, of my plays. Yeah, there you go. And a little bit of analysis as, as to why I think my play is going to be a guaranteed hitter, boys and girls. So, uh, partner, carry on if you will. Alrighty. Uh, and third and finally, now uh, taking, a, taking a nice uh, few hours off here to catch my breath. Mm-hmm. And at 7.10 p.m. Central Standard Time, we've got the Angels versus Astros over 8.5. You've got Andrew Heaney on the mound for the Angels. He is a left-hander. Jose Uriquiti on the mound for the Astros. He is a right-hander. Angels, top five in the MLV versus righties in batting average, OBP, OPS, and slugging. 
Houston, top 10 in the major leagues versus lefties in batting average, OBP, and OPS. They are actually number one in the major league in runs scored versus left-handers. Astros' key hitters have some real solid numbers versus Heaney. And, uh, you know, for some over-under trends here, Houston, number three in the MLB, MLB to the over at 20-13-2. and two. Angels are number four in the MLB to the over at 20-14. and 14. Last eight games for the Astros coming into... Coming into Tuesday night, not including Tuesday night, Astros are six one and one to the over. In uh, in the, this matchup, the over is nine one and one. Or excuse me, excuse me, Astros still over is nine one and one. Astros last eleven in Game Three of a series, and in this matchup, the over is eleven and two. Last thirteen meetings in Houston, mm. I'm thinking this one is going to be a real high scoring game. These offenses have been putting up some runs as of late. And I don't think that's going to quit in this one. This was actually a play I had on my radar as well, partner. So I uh, might have to side with you and hammer this one in as well. I think both these pitchers give up a good amount of runs. And I think both these offenses are way too hot to uh, slow down in any fashion right, right. now. 100%. So yeah. So uh, one more time for the fans, the kind degenerates that stop by episode number 36 of the TTL pod. What are your favorite plays for today's slate? All right, kicking it back to the top. Mets, first five minus a half. Reds, first five minus a half. And in the Angels versus Astros, I'm going with the over eight and a half. There you have it. RMAG's favorite plays of today for this beautiful May 12th, 2021. Lock those bad boys in if you're riding with them at whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. Now, Time for the second half of the TTL podcast. Go for it. Yours truly, my favorite plays of the day. As aforementioned, I got five plays coming at you. So we got eight total plays for you to pick from. Write us or fade us. Either way, just know we are hammering these bad boys in uh, for the two of us. So first play, might as well get it out of the way. I did a little foreshadowing on your Reds and Pirates pick. So I'm going back to that matchup, and I actually am taking a first five play. I'm taking the first five game total or run total over four and a half so first five over four and a half if you want a little extra juice i wouldn't mind the five and a half either they typically on FanDuel sportsbook do give you an additional option for the alternate so Definitely. definitely love over four and a half also would like the five and a half let me tell you why these teams actually played on tuesday so yesterday and monday the total went over four and a half both times before it even ended the fifth inning so the first time it was because of the reds absolutely bombing keller as i said and Mm -hmm. last night it was because of the pirates actually putting in some really good work so i had the pirates first five last night cash that just a little toot of the own horn there reds uh (laughs) face keller like i said on monday and they absolutely murdered him i mean it wasn't even wasn't even close and I uh, see a very similar matchup here with Cahill on the mound now do I think that he goes similar to Keller with only three and a third innings pitch seven earned runs seven hits one home run two walks and three K's or two K's no I don't think it's that bad However, I still think Kel- or, uh, Cahill is going to get toasted yeah. uh, by the Cincinnati Reds uh, offense. As you said, my man, they are absolutely on fire right now. Um, Pittsburgh is 8-4-1 to the over 
overall at home in full games. So just some full game stats that kind of back some of this up. They're also 7-3-1 to the over as home dogs this season. Uh, Cincinnati is also 9-5-1 to the over overall on the road and 4-2 and to the over as an away favorite. Now, where I really see the difference coming in here is Cincinnati is fourth in the MLB in first five inning runs per game with a 3.12 run average, and Pittsburgh is 20th in the MLB with a 2.2 run, 2-1 run average. So obviously, huge gap there, and the Reds uh, tend to put up a huge bunch of runs regardless, 3.12 and 2.21 definitely go over four and a half. I like their averages to stay on point and for this total to go way over might even see six. Yeah, absolutely. First, my first play of the day, Cincinnati Reds versus Pittsburgh Pirates. First five over four and a half. Second play, I am taking or rather going to the matchup and between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Atlanta Braves. I am taking the game total between the Jays and Braves over eight and a half. Now, not including last night's game, the over is eight and two in Toronto's last 10 overall. It's also five and oh in Toronto's last five overall. The uh, Toronto Blue Jays, their last four games as a dog, the over is four and oh. And in their last four games as a road underdog, the over is 4-0. Atlanta actually has the best record in the MLB at home overall this season to the over. Mm-hmm. 13-3-1 to the over at home this season for the Atlanta Braves. And actually as a home favorite, it is a touch better by one game, 13-2-1 as a home favorite okay. to the over. They have absolutely been bombing balls when it comes to at home they show out for their home fans they absolutely love to get atlanta loud and ruckus on no rest these teams obviously played yesterday so they're coming right back into another matchup atlanta is 16 8 and 1 to the over and toronto is 12 11 and 1 to the over so a little bit 50-50 there for Toronto, but they did have some really, really odd offense at the beginning of the year, and now they have really started to heat up right along with the Braves, and they are absolutely torching, torching balls out of the ballpark and getting runners on base. You got Ryu versus Freed in this matchup. Uh, Ryu's last matchup versus Oakland total was set at 8.5. 14 runs were scored, and same for Freed at a total of 8.5 eight and a half in his last one and a total of 15 runs were scored uh, so i like for that trend to continue and the over eight and a half to hit in the jays versus braves third play i am taking the minnesota twins versus chicago white Sox. first five over four and a half Now, not including yesterday's game yesterday's game was going on at the time of research and recording The Chicago White Sox are first in the MLB in first five inning runs scored per game. Well, uh, sorry to cut you off, but it's three to three in the top of the fifth right now. Yeah, so I knew it was uh, somewhere right around there. 3.84 run average per first five innings so far Mm -hmm. this season. Their last three, they've put 4.67 on the board. And the Minnesota Twins are actually also eighth in the MLB and first five inning runs scored per game at 2.78. Hmm. 
Love that. Both teams are lighting the board on fire when it comes to the first five innings. In the last five games for both of these teams, in the first five innings, Minnesota has scored only 11 runs. However, the White Sox have scored 22 runs. The last two, mind you, not including last night's game, were both against lefties, who just so happens to be who the White Sox are facing today in uh, Mr. J.A. Happ. And with that being the case, they scored five runs and eight runs in the last two games in the first five innings against lefties. So they have a tendency to light them up early. They don't mess around. We all know how good they are against lefties, which might be another play I'm leaning towards today. But for the rest of this play, the White Sox... um, have uh, absolutely just destroyed the ball, as I was saying, against lefties, and Minnesota's starting to get their offense back in check. So I think this total goes way over four and a half, and I do believe that I would also be comfortable with the five and a half here as well. I think the White Sox get this overdone by themselves. Yeah, third play of the day. There you have it. Fourth play of the day, as I just quickly foreshadowed, I'm also staying in this game, but I'm siding against my better judgment but also in my good judgment as a gambler, (laughs) (laughs) but bad judgment as a Cubs fan, I am uh, taking the Chicago White Sox first five money line. Pretty much everything, and for reasons that I just said, they absolutely light up lefties. I'm not really concerned that J.A. Happ has been somewhat decent this year. He does have uh, good surface numbers, 2-0 record, 1.91 ERA, .85 whip. He's averaging about five and two-thirds inning per start. So he's been really solid, but I don't think you can shut down this Chicago White Sox offense against any lefty, regardless of who that lefty is. And as I was saying, the main thing that I really, really love is that the White Sox are number one in the MLB that I had no idea in first five inning runs scored per game. And actually in first five inning allowed, they are third in the MLB in first five inning run allowed per game. They only allow 1.72 and at home only allow 1.33. Minnesota seventh in the MLB in first five inning runs allowed at 2.25 on the road, 2.20. So once again, absolutely love the White Sox to light up the board against J.A. Happ and the Twins and get the job done by a very convincing number, hammering that White Sox first five money line. And my fifth and final pick, I am going on over to the matchup between the Miami Marlins and the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm going to hammer in today with great passion the Arizona Diamondbacks first five money line. This quite possibly might be one of my favorite plays of the day. The Miami Marlins are putting out Daniel Castano and the Diamondbacks are putting out Zach Gallen. Now I could pretty much stop there with Castano being a lefty, but I'll go ahead and tell you a little bit more. Why do I say that the Diamondbacks have absolutely been crushing lefties this entire season, especially at home? Overall on the season, the Diamondbacks against lefties are averaging 255, have an OBP of 354, are scoring 8.03 runs per nine innings, and not to mention are at least having a half a half 
half of a home run. That's a mouthful and a half, averaging half a home run per game against lefties. So they are very likely to get one over the wall as well. So they are absolutely smashing the ball against lefties, not to mention against lefties at home. They're actually ninth in the MLB in average, averaging 267 against lefties when they play at their home field. They have an OPS of 787 and a batting average with batters in position of 286. So they get them on base mm. and they bring them on home. Get them on, get them over, I'm get them in. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And to wrap kind of uh, some final thoughts up there, first five inning runs scored per game. Arizona is 11th in the MLB, and they are averaging 2.66, where Miami is averaging an abysmal, abysmal 1.85 first five innings runs scored per game, and they are actually 29th in the MLB. So they are not doing well at all when it comes to the first five innings. Their offense has really struggled, and I think Zach Gallen, minus some really odd um, surface numbers, one and one, 3.04 ERA, has been a rather, rather solid pitcher for this Arizona Diamondbacks pitching staff, and I think he comes out razor, razor sharp, is the obvious better pitcher of these two uh, facing off here on the mounds tonight and uh, I think that at least for the first five because I don't want to mess around with that Diamondbacks bullpen right. how they've right. been this season uh, yeah. so far they have not been good at all so I definitely like them to get it done in the first five rather convincingly against Castano on the mound so to wrap it up that was all that was all a whole new experience there, my that man. That was. That was uh, that was wild. That was great. I loved it. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to keep rocking and rolling. Might we, have to. We might have some TTL showdowns. We'll see what happens with our plays. Yeah. What, what the heck happens? Gotta be, oh, yeah. It's been a minute since we've had yeah, some showdowns. Yeah, but uh, to wrap up my favorite plays of the day for Wednesday's slate, I am taking the Cincinnati Reds versus Pittsburgh Pirates first five over four and a half. The Blue Jays versus Atlanta Braves over eight and a half for the full game. I am taking the Minnesota Twins versus Chicago White Sox first five over four and a half. Also out of that game, I'm taking the Chicago White Sox first five money line. And for my final play of the day, I am taking the Arizona Diamondbacks first five money line. Lock all those bad boys in if you are rolling with me or if you're fading me. Go ahead and do so, but I guarantee if you're riding with me, we're going to be running these babies to the window together. So hammer them in at whatever the current best line you are finding them at on your favorite sports book. Whew. Let me get a sip of water here, man. Yeah, man. We might have to do a little alternating action there because I... uh... Maybe I was just uh, not expecting to be talking that much all at once, but I was starting to run out of breath there. I don't know if you could tell. No, I couldn't really tell. You just get... uh... It is a lot. You get to talking a lot, but hey, <laughs> we'll get adjusted to it. No problem. It uh, it's a good amount of talking though. There for real. But uh, we'll kind of put a little pause in between each and every one of them. Yeah, we were uh, we were clipping right along there though. Yeah, not bad at all. But, but mean, uh, hey. just about usual amount of time. We're just a little over twenty five minutes here on the pod. So let's keep it moving. I told you at the beginning. We got the Wednesday Warrior coming back. Our favorite special play. If you haven't been around, it is our selection of a team for the special play 
that has absolutely been a warrior to cover their spread. It doesn't matter what position you put them in, what whether they're a dog, a favorite, home, away, on rest, no rest, they get the job done no matter how long or how short that spread line is. Now, I just went through a boatload of picks and analysis there for you. So I'm going to kick it back over to my partner and let you guys know what our Wednesday Warrior NBA special play of the day is for May 12th, 2021. All right, my man. This will be the only non-MLB action uh, aside from the dice. You already mentioned the dice. Aside from the dice. This is, but that's the dice. That's not our action. That's the dice's yeah, action. That's not me. So that that's me. Uh, so. This is the only non-MLB action we are taking out of the Wizards versus the Atlanta Hawks. We are taking at the time of recording the Wizards plus five and a half. These teams just played on Monday with the Atlanta Hawks squeaking out a one-point victory. Russ Westbrook had a shot at the. I uh, don't know if it was a buzzer in the last few seconds, but he missed the missed the game winner. Mm. They still covered. That's all that matters for us. Uh, the Wizards here are six and two ATS over their last eight games. They are sixteen and five ATS over their last twenty-one. Fifteen and five straight up over their last twenty. Though out of those last five losses, uh, their last four losses of those five losses, they are a, by a combined six points. That's four losses by a combined combined six points. Last three by one point each. Mm. Uh, Wizards are 21-13-1 ATS on the road. They are 25-20 ATS on one-day rest. And, uh, you know, last but not least, they are still trying to lock down that 10 seed away from our Chicago Bulls, trying to fight off a late little push. Um, I think they should have no problem with that. They probably, uh, you know, won't need... Uh, won't need to do too much. The Bulls should probably help themselves out here eventually, but it's not locked yeah. in yet. They still yeah. got to. They still got to win a couple games. I think. I don't. I'm not going to. We're obviously not taking the money line, but very possible that the Wizards win this game. But if you're giving us a plus five and a half cushion, even plus three, three and a half, love the Wizards here. I hammered them in at seven and a half on Monday yeah. as an underdog. You told me ah, I'm gonna stay away. I don't really know. It might be a little weird with how good the Hawks have been. On or at home, sure. They snapped their eight-game home cover streak. Yep. This team is a warrior if I've ever seen one. Yep. I can't put anything additional onto what you said because you hit every major key stat that they have in this position right now. So, one more time for the TTL Cruise Wednesday Warrior special play of the day. We are taking the Washington Wizards at plus. Five and a half against the Atlanta Hawks or whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. And there you have it. Our special play, the Wednesday Warrior, my five favorite plays of the day, our mag's three favorite plays of the day. If you couldn't find any value with the analysis we gave you on those, I don't know what to tell you. We gave you our best we think these are all going to be cashers. We are deviating from what we usually do in order to keep things fresh and start cashing every damn ticket, mm. not just some tickets. <laughs> Moving right along <laughs> to the final degenerate part or gambling part, rather, pick part of the TTL podcast. You guys know what time it is if you've been here for a while. If you don't. It's time to bring back the money line dice. And uh, if you didn't know, 
Moneyline dice are actually available very easily by you. Very easily accessible, rather. Very conveniently. Very conveniently. Let me tell you why they're so convenient. Because you can head on over to this episode's description. Right at the bottom there, you're going to see MoneylineDice.com. And I'll even put the code right next to the thing, too, so you can't miss it. But you go to MoneylineDice.com, pick out your own dice or one of the great products that they have on their website. You get it all loaded up in your cart after you had some time to peruse the internet aisles, if you will. And once you get to checkout, there's going to be a nice little code box there. And you're going to say, do you have a code? Well, guess what you do now? The TTL Cruise got you on the hookup. In that code box, enter TTL10, TTL10 at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off on your first order at MoneyLineDice.com. You can start rolling right along with the crew, and when you are in a pinch or in a bind and don't know what play to take, just grab the MoneyLine Dice and let them decide for you. Now, moving on to the MoneyLine Dice, their pick today. They said, hey, we got to go back to the ice that got us back right. Mm-hmm. Something uh, in the West feels good. We feel good about the West. So we kind of looked at the, the board and, whoa, Minnesota Wild versus St. Louis Blues. And they said, all right, we'll roll for you. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. We got the Minnesota Wild versus St. Louis Blues for today's Moneyline Dice Roll. The Minnesota Wild are actually coming in as a favorite and are the away team. And the St. Louis Blues are the home team as an underdog. So you know what that means for Moneyline or ATS. And you know what that means for the first roll. As always, first roll, home or away. Are we taking the Wild Dice or are we taking the Blues? First roll in three, two, one. We are taking Taking the the St. Louis Blues home roll. Okay, Dice. Since you said the Blues, are we taking money line or are we taking against the puck line? Money line or against the puck line? Three, two, one. ATS. ATS. A little plus one and a half. So the Dice have spoken. Money line Dice say hammer in. St. Louis Blues, plus one and a half, and you're going to cash that damn ticket. And you're going to say, oh, but the the dice have spoken. The dice have spoken. But those odds are, the dice have spoken. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, and we will have none of your bullshit. The dice have spoken. St. Louis Blues, plus one and a half. Hammer that bad boy in. Let's run it to the window with the Moneyline Dice and head on over to MoneylineDice.com, enter code TTL10 at checkout and get 10% off when you get your own set of Moneyline Dice. Now you really have it. You got my plays. You got our mags plays. You got the Wednesday Warrior special play. And now you have the Moneyline Dice play. No more picks. No more analysis. No more deep diving. We're going to kick it on back. 
Now, if you are one of the regular degenerates that come and visit the Talking the Line podcast, just come for our picks to see if you're going to ride or fade and come for a little bit of analysis and a little bit of additional nonsense in between. Thanks for stopping by. However, if you are hanging around, I highly suggest you do. We got some good stuff to dive into today. So partner, let's drop it down into first gear. Kick on back a little bit. Don't have to be so prim and proper talking about our picks now. because yeah, that's what we totally are. Yeah, we're not prim and proper <laughs> at all. Uh, so my man, before we dive into uh, some of the nonsense going on in the sports and sports gambling world mm-hmm. here, right about uh, 35 minutes on episode 36 of the TTL pod. Hey, be a friend, tell a friend. Let everybody know about the TTL pod because we are coming quick, fast, and in a hurry. We got some major updates coming. Speaking of updates, once again, within the coming weeks, um, hopefully by the week of the 24th, if not sooner, we will be live on the YouTubes. The TTL crew will be live on the YouTubes. And we've also made an executive decision, which you will begin to see rolled out. We are going to do away with Tips and Slips Sports. We really enjoyed it. It was kind of our baby. It's how this kind of all started. But in order to keep concurrent with the brand and in order to keep everybody on the same page and not confuse everybody and get you to try and go follow a bunch of other pages and media outlets... We are changing to Talking the Line Sports Media, ladies and gentlemen. Talking the Line Sports Media is the new face of our mags and Colts. You already know us as the TTL crew. So Talking the Line Sports Media will be our face of the franchise, if you will. Now, you'll be able to find us um, there on YouTube at some point. Uh, Don't go searching around yet because you ain't going to find us either way. Um, But very soon, you will be able to. We'll let you know. Don't worry. We're going to give you all the updates. No question. Uh, However, yeah, you'll be able to uh, watch the Talking the Line pod, the original pod. We also have plans for some additional pods, uh, some quick hitter 15-minute, 20-minute check-ins on lines and various things like that. Mm-hmm. We got some evening nonsense to get to that we uh, are, me personally, I think this is that's my favorite thing so far that uh, we're looking to undertake um, sometime maybe two to three weeks or two to three days during the week. We plan on uh, doing a little something something at night, having a little bit of fun, a little bit extra extra action there. So just for a little bit of teaser, just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an additional update there. So you're going to continue to see some changes, some new stuff get rolled out, some uh, new content, some new platforms, all types of different stuff because uh, we are we are rocking and rolling. Yeah. Rocking and rolling right now. Couldn't be rocking and rolling any harder. <laughs> not, yeah, we totally could, I guess. Yeah, we, we could. To- yeah, but uh, it's it's always one hundred fifty percent for me, so <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know anything different. However, that's uh, that's about all I got now uh, to tell you guys about the TTL crew and now TTL Sports Media. However, let's talk about some stuff going on. Max Medina Spirit, Medina Spirit. What the fuck's going on with Bob Baffert's horse? These junky horses, man. What the hell's going on, dude? Shooting up in the stalls? Ah, Come on. Come on. Eating piss riddled hay? I don't know, man. Piss riddled hay, you know, (laughs) rubbing cream on his ass with enough of the So is it all of them or one of them? I don't know. My biggest question is he competing in Preakness this weekend? 
I don't believe so. You don't think I don't think he can don't qualify so. it or like pass a piss test or yeah, anything no, like that at this point so. in time. I think he's still trying to pass another one to not get yeah. this win vacated, I believe. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is that so many people had the second place horse right. as their winning horse and I don't think he's I don't know if it matters, but I don't think he's racing this weekend. Well, either way, if it comes out that Medina Spear didn't win. The number four horse wins. That that horse then becomes the champion. However, all of the gamblers, they don't get their winnings. <sighs> they don't get bets returned. They don't get their winnings. It's all settled. It's all said and done. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it at this point. Can yeah. you believe that horse shit? I can't. Believe that horse shit? I can kind of believe that they would do that. Especially but. if you had that son of a bitch on like a trifecta or something crazy. And I mean, yeah. you had it to cash for a couple hundred thou and with a technicality and you found out that this horse was juicing. Juicing. And it's not even <laughs> like it was like, not even the favorite. Like, oh, this horse is a shoe in no problem. He's a, he's jacked, this and that. Like, oh, it was a, you know, it was a little horse that... The little horse that could, the little so horse that Bob could. Baffert said, but uh, we know why he could. We yeah. certainly know why he could. We 100% know why he I, could I now. can't believe and he, it's just, yeah. You know, there's like, I, I heard somewhere, there's like 30, there's been like 30 separate allegations on Bob Baffert of this. And I mean, it's just always allegations and stuff. And he always says, you know, with a lot of fame and fortune, whatever in the industry. <laughs> trying to use cancel like, culture on like, this. Dude, like, just <laughs> at this point, I don't even know. Uh, all I can say is that if, if it, uh, if it's true, like, I mean, when you're Son rolling of out a different excuse uh, three days in a row, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and side with you're full of bullshit, my uh, my man Bob. Full of bullshit. Speaking full of bullshit. Talk about the county of Oakland, California. Or the I don't think they want of Oakland, they California. Don't seem to want too many sports teams. They anymore. don't seem to want their damn teams anymore. And everybody's packing up and shipping out. They're I done. Mean, they're they, done. I'm all in favor of, uh, I mean, we're kind of going to lead into this, but I'm in, all in favor for sports teams being in Las Vegas mm. because it has worked out. It well, looks obviously, like it's we out. already had the Oakland Raiders made the play. Now it's coming out. So they're the Vegas Raiders now. Yeah. Everybody knows that. They got Allegiant Stadium, the black hole yeah. at the north end of the strip. The A's However, ain't gone yet, though. The A's ain't gone yet. However... They have been complaining about updates to that stadium for the longest time and all yeah. types of different stuff. And you know, it's kind of one of those multiple small things on top of it, one on top of the other situation right. once again. And now they're starting to shop for potential cities and it looks like they could be out. I was going to say, there. I don't know if there's actually been rumblings of Vegas, but you would have to think. You'd have to think so. And wouldn't a, that be proximity sick? and B, just baseball wouldn't in that Vegas be sick? would be so fucking wouldn't sick, that, dude. Oh, oh, man, dude. Baseball I've been, in Vegas, I've been calling. In I mean, my brothers have been talking about this for like 15 years, well before there was uh, even the Vegas Knights in Vegas, that there should be uh, more teams in vegas yeah. but particularly baseball i mean yeah. it's, it's just perfect it's a match made yeah in i mean i think they realized that that was an underutilized market but dude vague I, I know you've never been to vegas and i mean it's not hard to know this but it is such a gold mine in so many yeah. other areas that like ah we'll just wait until 2021 to actually worry about that shit and in a way i do believe now that they're wanting to bring a lot more teams because they see what's happening with the sports gambling industry yeah that especially i mean even, even without that but right. you know you add that into it it's, it's I mean, a no brainer can you imagine if we go to a cubs or Sox game dude in vegas and there's oh my God. Or, or whatever the case might be and you're sitting there and you got a 
you can check out a little tablet from the DraftKings Sportsbook booth mm-hmm. and just fucking be smashing in plays the whole game. Yeah. Like, you just go up to the sportsbook booth and you're just like, yo, here's my ticket, I'm in row, blah, blah, whatever. You check out, like, a full iPad or some shit that's, like, the whole sportsbook and you can just be right there just hammering in. Like, you can do ball strikes, you can do hit, no hit, you can do runs in this. I mean, do you understand? Whether or not it's it's Oakland, I definitely... Because, I mean, I don't want Oakland to be losing all these teams. Their fans are passionate. But, dude, honestly, I don't... uh, Kind of on a totally different topic, I don't want to get too far down on but I don't see California coming back as a whole after this whole pandemic and yeah. everything, man. I mean, they, they, they look at everybody just moving out. They're, they're, California, how long is that going to take to rebuild California like that? I mean, yeah, goodness sure. gracious. Like, everybody complained so much about California traffic, L.A. traffic, and you can just walk down the freeway right now. Right. No question. Still, still to this day with, with the country coming back. But carry on, my friend. None, Anyways. Uh, nonetheless. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah, like we said, it's not a done deal either way. I did see the proposal of what the stadium would be in the new stadium in Oakland would be and it is fucking incredible nice yeah it looks it looks i believe it's like right on the bay it, it, i mean not that they wouldn't build it twice as awesome death star stadium in vegas but, right right <laughs> but still i mean i hope they stay there and then maybe we'll just add a, another random team in vegas but yeah speaking of random teams in vegas not so random anymore entering their now second nfl season the las vegas raiders made a huge announcement yesterday and as just so so pa as vegas if you will they're putting a fucking DJ club and booth and bottle service in the end zone yeah. of Allegiant Stadium. Can you can you even believe that? I mean, uh, I can believe yes. it in the time we're living <laughs> in. I you know what? I shouldn't even said that cuz I can believe it. This is absolutely the craziest thing that I've ever seen. I mean, what are we going to have? Two 70-inch subs on the side just oons, 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 oons. Yeah, the <laughs> dynamics of, you know, jamming to some DJ music as the game's going on. I mean, I'm sure there's... And here's my thing, too, is that only the elite of the elite are going to be able to afford to get in there. And we are yeah. quite a few de- ways, uh, days and a ways away from that. So uh, you won't be seeing us in the end zone cam there. However, are they even going to be able even paying attention to the game you would have to think no i mean shit. you would have to think no shit like there's not that many high profile las I mean, vegas what i can picture is like maybe 20 people into this you got maybe three four people who are degenerate gamblers who mm. are going to be glued to the game right while those said 70 uh you know subs i don't even remember what you said but those subs blasted in their ears you can't hear anything but they're locked into the game they got you know you got dancers in there but they don't give a shit because Mm -hmm. they've got you know 10 grand on this game bartenders yep Mm -hmm. of course and i mean like you said and then you know the rest of the crew in that and then the booth is just going to be going nuts yeah hopefully it brings some fandom to the las vegas raiders i mean they had a a good solid fan base that kind of followed them there so hopefully they'll uh continue to blow up and and continue to generate some noise in the nfl for once hey wait wait a minute talking about noise hold on have you seen the absolute killing these transitions? The I, I know, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm murdering it right now. I am absolutely on my fucking game right now, people. Let's go. Keep up. Keep up. Have you seen the absolute? I don't. I don't even know what to call it. I, I guess you can just it's call just it the hate. internet, man. No, it's I, just yeah. The it's just the it's just the internet. But 
Tim Tebow, okay, he gets announced. He's getting signed with the Jags as a tight end. And I'm thinking, ah, I'm going to see some people really enjoy this. Tim Tebow's coming back. No, 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 no. He's on the internet. Get, his name is on the internet getting dragged through the mud, as we like to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting absolutely destroyed right now. Now, me personally, my opinion on this, I think it's great. I think business-wise, it makes a ton of sense for what Urban Meyer's trying to do there. First of all, they have a father-son relationship. They live right down the street from each other yeah. in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is Tim Tebow's home fucking town. He is a high school quarterback college or college quarterback legend in Mm -hmm. florida both levels of the game you let him come in so what if he takes a few snaps or not i doubt you he really plays as much as anybody's thinking yeah i mean he's gonna be more of a morale piece for the entire locker room and if urban doesn't have he's gonna help him with that transition because urban Coming from college, I think he's a little bit it, yeah. of broadcasting into NFL. I think it's a great move. But if he has any struggle in the transition, he's got Tebow, that's been his boy since Florida, yeah. holding his hand the whole time. I don't know if it really goes poorly. Like maybe, nah, maybe he's no. not caught. Up, maybe he's not meant to be a tight end. And it was like, all right, you kind of reached on that one. But like you said, worst case scenario, he's proven that he's amazing in the locker room. Yeah, and I, I would be surprised if this doesn't lead to some type of coaching career for Tim Tebow learning so. even more directly under Urban Meyer than he yeah. was when it was actually playing quarterback at Florida. Yeah. yeah. Even if this is just a, a one-year... it works out yeah, and he's good, sure, I, I don't yeah, think that's going to happen necessarily. Hey, if, but, it's a, if it's a one-year, one-and-done deal, as you kind of alluded to, I would not be surprised to see Tim Tebow on the Jaguars coaching staff. Yeah. But, man, oh, man. I'd be almost surprised if he oh, wasn't. That is going honestly. to be... An electric like, atmosphere. Worst case scenario, it's just a publicity stunt. But like, I mean, yeah. I don't know how, don't know. like, what that really does here in in May. Like, I, all other... I know, partner, is Duval <laughs> is going to be one hell of an electric atmosphere come week one yeah. when number sixteen. 17? 15? 15? I don't know. Somewhere in there. Either way, Trevor Lawrence makes his first appearance. Ah, he's he's looking good in them teals, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting NFL season. There's uh, a lot of news and things still to unpack, a lot of moves still to be made, and uh, I cannot wait for the NFL season to get here. I know you feel the exact same yeah. way. I mean, we're going to have fantasy stuff coming at you. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting across from the commissioner of our Dynasty Fantasy Football League. Transitioning so, the Dynasty for the first the time. Dynasty, dope as can be. Can't wait to hop into that. So we've been doing that for, man, almost a decade now. We've been having this same league. So uh, keeping it rolling strong at this point in time. Uh, we'll have that coming at you. We have plenty of NFL bets. Oh my gosh, I was just thinking about it. Uh, actually, yesterday, as a matter of fact, to just all the different. Yeah, I mean, same. It it is a wagon and a wild gambling time. If you have not had the opportunity, if you didn't get on the sports gambling train uh, before it was legalized here and betting on football, whoo boy! And the best part is, it's just one day of the week. Every damn team plays, and it's all or nothing. 
Right. That's all you got. I, I, <laughs> just, I don't even want to talk. I like I, I oh. talk about it for ten hours if you want. Oh. But like I, I'm getting too excited and it's it's so far away. I know. Hey, uh, speaking of all or nothing, we got the NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs coming up here, my man. Uh, the playoff field has been set. Yep. However, scheduling's a little wonky. Yeah. At this weird. very moment, a little weird. Uh, I think you mentioned it earlier in the show. We've got a game on Saturday. Uh, I mm-hmm. believe that is, yeah, Bru- Bruins versus the Capitals. But there is actually, because the Canucks had a large chunk of games postponed, they are actually going to still be playing into this up, you know, next week, even after Boston and the Capitals yeah, it's, it's play, weird. despite the Flames and Canucks being out of contention. And none of these other... Uh, you know, none of these other matchups have been scheduled yet. So call it's, them off, make them a wash. Yeah, the Canucks. What flames, the hell are we doing? Them, like, what are we doing exactly? I mean, flip a coin. Who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah, at this point, there's Give no. Us the there's no point. There's no point to even play them. I don't. I don't understand what. And then, uh, what but the, and then, like, why are you going to schedule one single game? On Saturday, yeah, but, but you haven't hey, scheduled gotta, anything else we yet. We got to get things kicked off for the betterment of the game, Mister Magnuson. Don't you know it? I mean, don't you know? Not that I won't be tuning in on Saturday, but <laughs> I would love a well. uh, full slate on Saturday and Sunday. Maybe, hey, maybe it's coming. Maybe they're just, uh, you know, needing another day to get things finalized. I don't know, but uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Playoff hockey is a different beast. Playoff hockey is a different beast. A lot of teams that uh, said, hey, the COVID bubble messed with us last year. Sure. There's a little bit of a Mickey Mouse uh, type of operation sure. you guys were running up there. We didn't want to be uh, locked down in Canada, eh? We didn't want uh, none of that horse shit. Now we got some time to move around, a little bit of time to get some fresh air, maybe reset if we ca- catch one of those losses. Don't have to go right back to quarantine yeah. if some uh, some shit goes down. Don't got to worry about all too much anymore. You know, maybe some COVID cancellations. So I think it is going to be a wild yeah. Stanley Cup playoffs. I think it's a toss-up right now, man. Some stuff. Man, I, you know, the first-round matchup I am super looking forward to is the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. If you missed that game on Monday, we had a scrap and a half. It, it was absolutely terrific. They are teeing it up, getting hot, ready, right for the first round of the playoffs. I mean, I got my popcorn popped and ready with the movie theater glasses on, ready to go yeah. for this first round matchup. Yeah, that should be a good one. Uh, the other one I'm looking forward to, honestly, that Bruins-Capitals matchup, mm. the one that's starting on Saturday, that should be a solid one. But uh, yeah, that Panthers-Lightning one. That should be I mean, those are, incredible. Those are two t- title contenders, and you put them in the first round. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that that's kind of the story of mostly all the teams in the playoffs this year. There's not a whole whole all too many that uh, kind of squeaked in outside of maybe the Preds. Or, Preds, Blues, maybe. Yeah, quite possibly. But eh, we'll see what happens once it all gets shaked out and uh, every team finally finishes their season and we yeah. actually uh, have an official start to the Stanley Cup. NBA playoffs coming in hot. Quick, fast, and in a hurry, you hit on a little bit of NBA standings and playoff picture there with our Wednesday Warrior. Uh, It is official. The Lakers are in the play-in game, my man, and they're going to have to uh, they're going to have to fight their way in. Looking like against the old Golden State Warriors. Is that made official? Last uh, last I was kind of hearing and seeing. As far as uh, as far as I know, now don't quote me on it, but as far as I was kind of hearing and seeing. 
they are in the play-in game. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I don't know if it's official. I could be totally wrong. I don't need, I don't know if it's official. However, I do know that uh, to an extent, if everything pretty much uh, closes out the season as the way it's kind of foreshadowed. It does look like they are going to. I'm not sure if it's 100% official. Yeah. Either way. Uh, either way. Either way. A and little, LeBron, uh, LeBron doesn't play yesterday. I mean. Yeah, that game I think is going on as we're who recording knows, here. Who knows uh, how healthy he actually is. Now I that's know. all up in the air. And if they got to be in the play-in game, yeah. especially against a good Golden State Warriors team, see you later. That one's still up in the Lakers, air. Uh, Warriors and Grizzlies are tied for that spot, so that one yeah. could be shaken out. Either way, I mean, fuck the Grizzlies yeah. could fucking the bite gri- them. <laughs> the Grizzlies could bite them real nice too. That would uh, that would not shock me one single bit. Or LeBron's just been playing this. Oh, I'm not a hundred percent, and then he's gonna come in and look awesome and be like, ah, well. Here I am. Yeah, <laughs> he could uh, could just be taking a little bit of time, a little bit of meditation, maybe a little bit yeah. of time to heal the body, get the I'm body never, right, get the I, mind right. I'm never gonna doubt that man until it, it, for me, as far as like longevity, it's similar to Tom Brady for me. Obviously, mm. they're totally different athletes. LeBron's a totally different beast of an athlete, but right. until that man is uh, actually physically showing that he's slowing down, I'm not going to bet on him to yeah. slow down. His last couple games, he uh, kind of did just a little bit, but we'll see We'll see what happens with the King with old uh, LeBron 2-3. Yeah, still some seedings to shake out here. I believe I saw Saturday and Sunday we're going to have both days with full slates from noon to 2.30 starts, Ooh. I think. I Ooh. could be a little off on those, but Ooh. it should be a uh, some early action okay. right in your face. And, yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to figure out a lot in those few hours. Locked in, ready to rock and roll. Hey, nice foreshadow there, my man. Absolutely love it. Can't wait uh, Can't wait for the weekend now. Holy smokes. Let's uh, get yeah. it going. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a full going. weekend. Hopefully, uh, like I said, I'm not sure what the NHL playoff scheduling is, but if we can get some Saturday, Sunday playoff games, well, hey. more than just the one, I'm uh, going to be locked. Seatbelt, strap a seatbelt on me. Mm. Speaking of, uh, I just thought of it. We haven't mentioned it. We mentioned it the other day, but we got UFC pay-per-view coming up on Saturday, my man. Yeah, we'll hit on that uh, on Friday's pod. We won't, because I could go on forever. We're already at 55 minutes here. Uh, I could go on for absolutely ever, but hey, yeah, let's uh, let's make that a part of uh, Friday's Friday's pod. You know, that is uh, a serious card and some serious stuff coming up in that matchup, so I will definitely definitely want to talk to you and uh, talk to the peeps here at the uh, TTL podcast that they decide to stop by every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, soon to be Monday through Friday. We're definitely going to talk about some of that action because I am all over 264. Is it 263 or 264? 262. 262? Yeah. Wow, we're not even there yet. Goodness gracious. All right. Uh, I got a little bit ahead of myself. Hey, either way, I got some motivation to get me to uh, to the weekend here. Go for it. A little bit of motivation. Speaking of motivation, it's time for Colts Motivation Minutes. Let's get you a little bit of motivation to get you through this beautiful Wednesday. Get your mind centered and focused on the right thoughts and ready to tackle every single challenge, adversity, problem, trial, or circumstance that happens to come your way today. For today's Motivation Minutes, I got a quick quote to throw at you, a little bit of perspective to drop on you, and uh, just a little bit of knowledge in addition. So today's quote is... You don't have to see the entire staircase. You just have to take the first step. 
And to build on that just a little bit, you can obviously apply that to anything in your life. Doesn't matter the situation, doesn't matter the circumstance. You can look at a situation and find all of the question marks and all of the reasons why it won't work, it will fail, you won't be able to do it, all the negative things. And far too often in our lives as human beings, we decide not to take that first step or put our foot on that first step rather because we can't see the entire staircase. We would all love to have our own crystal ball, be able to shake it, look through it, and see exactly how everything is going to shake out in our lives. But unfortunately, we all know that is not how this life works. And I honestly think it doesn't work that way because we wouldn't believe how our future works out even if we saw it. Because 99% of the time, your vision, even if it is the greatest, best possible vision you have ever had, your future is going to turn out even better and more unexpected than what you could imagine. Right. Every single time. It doesn't matter. And, and what I mean by better and unexpected is that if you choose to take that first step and one step after the other, regardless of if you can see the top of that staircase, before you know it, you're going to end up at the top of that staircase. Mm-hmm. Putting your head down and doing the consistent work every single day, day in and day out, allows you to reach the end of that journey, reach the end and get to that destination. It doesn't matter if it's something small throughout your day or if it's a long-term goal that you're chasing after. It does not matter if you can see the entire staircase. You just have to take the first step. Wanted to drop it on you there again. I hope that gives you a little bit of motivation to just spread your wings and fly. Jump off the cliff of whatever moment, whatever fork in the road you are currently at. Don't get stuck at what if. Because if you get stuck at what if, you will have regret for the rest of your life. If there is something that you are passionate about, if there is something that is eating at you every single day and you cannot go a single day without thinking about it or doing it, go chase after it. Regardless of if you can see the staircase at the very top of the room, where it leads or not, just take the first step and don't worry about all the stuff in between. Because it's only going to make you stronger once you get all the way to the top. Mm -hmm. I can promise you that because I've been there. I've done that. I got G4 classification to be speaking on things like this. We're currently doing stuff like that. I'm currently (laughs) uh, doing exact stuff like that, which is why I have G4 classification um, to that. So, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, we on a daily basis, we'll have moments where it's, you know, we kind of whether it's daydreaming or, you know, we have maybe even even a smaller plan. We mm. see the end and it's like, all right, well, we just got to grind it out. First step. Just got to, yeah, put the uh, plans in place and just grind it out. And, you know, to me, I'm a crazy bitch. I, I love the process. Mm-hmm. I have gotten to such a point in my life where I, I, I preach about it because I live it. I 
love the process. I love the daily grind, the ability to get up and learn, the ability to get have some form of purpose and something to chase after and each new day a completely new beginning to become a complete better version of yourself. That's what I'm all about and that's what I get the opportunity to do every single day. It's not it's not about the money, it's not about the notoriety, it's about spreading a message and uh making some people laugh, giving them, giving them some good knowledge in relation to sports and sports gambling and giving them a little bit of uh, motivation and uh, and humor all in between, you know. And in turn, a little inner peace and happiness. Absolutely. And, you know, if as I say it like that, the last time I checked, you guys are sure getting a lot here at the Talking the Line podcast. <laughs> Doggone. You're getting... You're getting picks to load your wallets filled full with cash. You're getting analysis to back those up and so you can talk more shit in your next debate of who's a good team or not. You're also getting plays from an anomaly called the Moneyline Dice mm-hmm. who are just crowd-stirring in and of themselves. Yep. I mean, you're getting it all here. And you're getting just a little bit of banch, a little bit of back and forth, our opinions on some stuff. And to close it out, you're getting some motivation to kick you in the arse to get your day started. Talk about a podcast, man. Talk about a podcast. hell of a lot. Hey, sometimes that closes my motivation minutes for today, (laughs) if you didn't know. Either way, um, just uh, sometimes we get all over the map, but, uh, you know. I uh, I absolutely love what we do, and, and I love each and every one of our followers and supporters and listeners. Man, oh man, it uh, never ceases to amaze me every time I pull up uh, some of our numbers and check some stuff out. It's just, okay, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Can't believe it. Um, would I never guessed uh, only a few short six months ago, um, going on about eight months now since we've been doing this uh as a crew as a team coming up with ideas plotting the uh takeover if you will yes so man so excited so juiced for the coming weeks we're going to be live on twitch we'll be streaming some madden some nhl uh me and mags big show we got some mlb 21 the show which uh partner i've been brushing up in the spare time on my your old one on my old one and i know it's a little different little crazy but I the no show, idea. the show stays the same throughout all time, it, my friend. It, I think it is does because I on the base pass with the left stick. Is that how you control your one of your guys to advance them? It depends. So if you got player lock, like if you're playing career, it's a little maybe. A, I'm still yeah. learning the damn game, oh, my man. Shit. I had I'm PlayStation guy. Two. Okay, so we the, got some grinding. Now I've got Xbox One. This is the first. MLB, sh- the show game I've had in a solid 13 years. Okay. I have elevated myself from uh, absolutely embarrassingly bad, you should never play this game again, to just kind of bad. Okay. I'm just okay. kind of bad now. Well, I'm asking the wrong guy. All right. Well, I appreciate <laughs> that. And my, ML- my MLB, the show, is uh, circa 2010. So uh, just a little bit out uh, of date there. You got, stream that you shit. Got, you got Kosuke Fukudome uh, on the Chicago Cubs. That's how old that fucking game is. Okay. Um, but still absolutely love it. I love my old games. I love yeah. my PS3 and all that you can uh, piss off if yeah. you think anything different of it. But we are both well-versed in the ML, or excuse me, NHL and Madden yes, avenues. Absolutely. Uh, most certainly on Chell. Yeah. 
chill, chill, chill. We will be grinding the shit out of some chill games, yeah. especially only 15-minute, 20-minute games. We'll be doing shootouts, threes. Ooh. We'll be grinding out some Twitch. We'll do some other stuff on Twitch outside of gaming. Like I said, we'll have some great stuff coming on the YouTube, all types of different stuff going on there. It will be nonstop content and action. Right now, you're only seeing us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the pod, Tuesday, Thursday on the newsletter because we only have the opportunity to put in quarter of our time and give you quarter of our efforts. However, it's about to go full time. So if you think you've seen the best from the TTL crew, folks, you ain't seen nothing yet. So I highly suggest you strap in and get ready for this ride because I can't tell you where it's going, but I know it's going somewhere damn good because I got a partner who is going to help me get this doggone rocket ship to the moon and I don't take no for an answer. So you better believe we're coming in hot, we're coming in fast, and we ain't leaving ever. So let's close this thing out. Thank you guys for staying around for this entire hour and seven minutes. Thanks for listening to us give you our picks and analysis. Thanks for listening to the roll, to the motivation minutes, to our back and forth banter as per usual. Now, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide, from me and Mags, as always, We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.